So, no. First, we're talking about that fucking heathen, that savage that I sent you uh, a video of. That tried to dropkick Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. I mean, we yes, that's being mentioned. But, no, the, the guy who <laughs> oh. ate pasta by cutting it with scissors Yuck. off of his fork. Yuck. Can I, I like, tell you, I legit was getting mad. It was, <laughs> what, what did I send you, 12.30 last night at midnight? Uh, you said, I was asleep. Yes. So, I answered it in the morning. Yeah, so I was asleep, and I, <laughs> or, I mean, you were asleep. <laughs> you were asleep. You woke up. I think there's a video out there that I hate. <laughs> exactly. That video, I remember watching it, because the caption by whoever posted it was just, oh, it's cute, blah, blah, blah. Or whatever. They made a comment about it. And then I was thinking, what's the video? Click on the video. And it's this old man who's like really happy about this stupid idea he had <laughs> to fucking twirl his just like like a you know, people who hold their forks like this with a fist like a Neanderthal. <laughs> yeah. Not like with actual like technique grace. Yeah. and grace with fingers where they pick it up. And no, then with they, fist. Yeah. With fi- I eat fist like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to go like. Like thumb down to the plate yeah. and scoop up the food. Exactly, toddler like, style. And almost like he twirled it like that and picked it up, and then he like took scissors and cut the dangly strands, and then he shoved it in his mouth, and he did like a little happy jig, and then he just did it again. It's not hard to eat pizza, not like a fucking moron. Well, this is pasta. Or, d- d- yeah, pasta. Okay. I meant to say pasta. I mean, Pizza technique is ne- is up next. Talk how to eat fucking pizza. <laughs> but like you just twirl the pasta until it's not twirling anymore, and then you kind of do the little quick scoop, like the huh, like <laughs> I or, don't know how to verbalize this for a podcast. You no, know, you quick scoop. You got it. Quick yeah, scoop. like you twist it, you twist it. The fork is straight down on the plate. You're drilling it, and now you've you've like cleared. You've drilled a hole in your spaghetti that this one fork full of spaghetti is twirling around and you just kind of huh so you don't like let it undrivel that's a new word undrivel anymore and then you fucking shove it in your mouth hole or you get super classy Mm -hmm. and you get a spoon spoon and you twirl it in the spoon and you pick it up and the spoon holds the dangly bits and you get all the delicious pasta yeah this pissed me off (laughs) so much i was like ready to sleep I was breathing slow. I was relaxed. Then I saw that video and I started, I could feel myself getting angry. Yeah. Like the heat rising. Yeah. And it's weird because it's a dumb thing to get mad about. <laughs> and you what? texted me. You texted me the video, the video and you typed, that pisses me off, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> because... I- because I kept watching it. And that's when I detected fucker afterwards. Fucker. <laughs> I could tell. Like, there was, like, the gap that iMessage does where you go a few minutes without texting. <laughs> so you probably watched it one more time, came back to add, no, I'm even more angry. Exactly. That that's pisses what I did. me off. That pisses me off, comma, fucker. <laughs> that's what I did. Because I was so upset about it. Yeah, that guy's a fucker. It. Now, here's the thing. I was immediately thought, I immediately thought, why am I so pissed at this? And a part of me, and everybody laughs at it, but I was raised... Basically, I was, you know, I was, I was raised in an Italian household. Mm-hmm. So for me, you don't do that. Yeah. You just, you just don't. That's sacrilege. You just, you'd be shunned from the table for doing that stupid yeah. shit. So <laughs> on one hand, I, I thought I'm mad because I would be yelled at at the table for even thinking about doing Sneaking this. Sneaking a pair of scissors to the table. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, in reality, I have a very tolerant family. They, they would have just been, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. And just doing that and just, okay. I did it. I'm sure if I did it in front of my, my grandparents, that would have been a different story. But 
something about it just bothered me. And that's what I wanted to ask you. A, did that bother you as much as it bothered me? And B, does it bother you when people do things against the cultural norms of eating? So, for example, imagine if you got sashimi Mm -hmm. and somebody took the actual fish part Mm -hmm. off of the rice and then dipped the fish in the soy sauce and ate that and then they munched like a cracker the rest of the rice. Would that would that would you be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I'd be like, don't do this. <laughs> don't <laughs> go eat something else. Go to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Like So so what so your thoughts on the, the Thoughts on pasta. the spaghetti scissors. Yeah. The fucker. Um, <laughs> the fucker, yeah. I didn't hate it. I thought it was stupid because it seems like a worse way to eat spaghetti. Now you have all these short cut-off pieces. Good luck mm-hmm. getting those at all with your fork. Exactly. And, like, I know nothing is inherently unsanitary about scissors, but I just wouldn't trust them to cut to my... To clean. Yeah, like, I feel like you use them for arts and crafts. You cut a bunch of shit. You cut I, some... I use scissors for cutting raw meat packages that are wrapped up in tight, like, plastic yeah, yeah, yeah. packages. So, like, raw chicken and shit and right. pork. So, for me, that's just... This is the raw meat scissor, like... <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what that. That's I like. have specific like meat scissors. Yeah, like, they're like industrial scissors with springs in them. Oh, okay. So when you cut through the beef and it gets stuck, it pops itself back oh, open. Nice. Nice. And you could just hold them in the air and squeeze them, and it's like a hand workout. <laughs> it's a hand workout. <laughs> did you know? A uh, little asterisk. Did you know that in kitchens, actual kitchens, they have everything color coded, coordinated for what you're using. So if you cut fish, yeah, you have blue. If you're doing Smart. veggies, you have green. If you have meat, you have red. Nice. So nothing ever blends. So for like allergies and for allergies for flavors. for contain for uh, contamination, just in yeah. general, just bacteria from a fish will be different than beef, right. and there's no reason why they should be on the same board. Yeah, um, that's interesting. Makes sense. Yeah. So if you ever go in a kitchen and wonder why they have colorful boards, it's not because they're you know festive or they're really chic. We're a modern restaurant. Yeah. No, it's because they're color coordinated. Yeah. It's typically, smart. Typically how it is. Um, now, would you cut pizza with scissors? Let's first. It worries me that you let, haven't immediately said well, no. <laughs> let's first establish proper pizza etiquette. Depends on the pizza. Okay, that's where I, that was my next step. Yes, that was my next point. It depends on the pizza. So we have. Okay, let's just start with the simple, the margarita, right? Yeah, pizza margarita. So, what would you? <laughs> How would you eat that simple pizza? Uh, Explain, I, t- detail it. Obviously, you take the whole pizza. Right. You don't slice it yet. Okay. You roll it up into a tube and deep throat it. <laughs> Next pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no. And um, thus the technique to slam pizzas. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it is. <laughs> I slam pizzas. Yeah. Um, no, I for that, uh, this my favorite slice like size a lot of places do this and i've been getting uh pepe's a lot recently why not a whole lot because they they have one in manchester it's not as good as new haven but it's great um it's good pizza and it's uh, okay so I, I, did, I didn't know they had one in manchester yeah i didn't know if you were like i'm going to west hartford to get pizza I was like, why are you fucking doing that no no they have one uh, right across from buckland hills mall okay. and i'm like a minute mm-hmm. away from buckland hills mall so easy yeah just pop over check out lazy boy Get a slice. They're right next to Lazy Boy. Go into Lazy Boy. Eat slice. Sit on a couch with an open (laughs) box of pizza on my lap. Um, But they do this thing. If you get a small, they cut it into, I believe, sixth or maybe eighths, um, which is normal 
It's a nice triangle size. It's a thin triangle size. What? Versus like quarters? Yeah. Well, here's what they do when you get a large. They do like sixteenths. It's stupid. You get like these long slivers of pizza. Yeah, they they like just chop it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not like randomly chopped, but it's right, like right. it in a perfect like it all meet converges it, in the it center. Can and, be. I don't know. I don't know how big you've gotten their pizzas before, but at least the one in Weha has definitely just taken a machete and just been like cha 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 cha, and that's and that's how they serve. And it. you get like random chunks of. I've gotten I've gotten squares smaller than my fist. Yeah, and it's just like okay, I'll yeah. eat this one. Cha 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 cha. That's that's what it looks like. You open overhand it. chops. Yeah, just just samurai chops over the head. Just how is it? Over and over and over. Pizza. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, sixteenths way too skinny. Like okay. next time I order from them, I'm gonna request. Please just cut into the eighths. Is. So so how do you eat it? Uh, well, when you get the proper thing, the proper size, like, uh, and like the crust that you're, you're eating, I, I want it to be like four to five inches. So you're, you're talking, you're thinking of like double zero flour, Italian, like Naples, Marguerite pizza. I think that like the big would fluffy. be like, would be like quarters. Like you cut it into right. four. Right, and then you just fold that bad so boy in half. So you fold it. That's what I'm oh, you for. always fold. You fold it. If I can't fold your pizza, I'm not eating your pizza. I'm sorry. So you fold it when it's just the marguerite. You will fold it to eat. I I guess I fold it any any time. So that's your go-to technique. Yeah, because any pizza that I'm into is gonna be at least some sort of thin, like Brooklyn style, New Haven style. Even like the Naples style, it's like not thin, but it's foldable. Like it's wide enough. Right. There's okay. enough surface okay. area okay. to counteract the height. Like that, I don't know what to call it, Greek style pizza. Like it's, the it's, mom it's and Greek. pop that's cut into squares. <clears throat> that's like the perfect circle every time. Yeah. 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 But it's like thick. It's like yeah. a third dough, a third. Right sauce a right. third cheese exactly it's heavy yeah and it's, it's cut into heavy. squares i grew up on that pizza and i hate that pizza it's like my family's favorite style of pizza get out of here i want to make a note about that i have something to say about that but i would say when i have like a like a margarita pizza mm-hmm. just a simple tomato basil cheese mm-hmm. to, i'm hoping like you said it's a thin wood fire mm-hmm. charcoal fired style pizza and when it's like that I will actually eat it just as a triangle slice. Okay. I'll just hold it and eat it straight down. Yeah. Because there's a most of the time the ratio is right where nothing will slide off, and for that I will eat eat it like that. Now, if the slice is too big, mm-hmm. I will fold it just so I could fit it into my fucking mouth. So here's but. something about me folding it that I'm just now realizing: I fold it to give it support. So I can just hold it by the crust and it stands taut. Yes. Uh, so you can rip it easier. Yeah. So I could rip it, but I don't eat it like folded over. Like itself. a taco? I don't eat it like yeah. a taco or like a sandwich. You just I, eat, eat it upright? Yeah. I don't know how to describe the shape, but like the crust. Hot dog. The, eh, Hot dog bun. I guess, but I, it's not like all the way up. The crust is all the way up for like the first few bites, but then as it gets closer to the tip, it flattens out, and I eat it like that. And sometimes it'll flatten out and then sag down a little bit, and that's when you get the 
uh, you just the gluttonous. You hold it above your head and you drip it down into your mouth like grapes. <laughs> right, right. Figs being fed to you exactly yes, by a yes. god. Yes, exactly <laughs> by your own fat hand. Um, but I do that, and then like as I get closer, it unfolds, and like I'll just hold it. Well, I think like you said, like with the fingers, like I'm holding a harmonica or something. Yeah, I, like I, you're I do the it flat. I do the harmonica hold for the basic slices just like that or cheese Mm -hmm. because i found if you just do that for marguerite or you do it for just cheese when you fold it fold it like taco fold Mm -hmm. the cheese gets pushed up or the sauce gets pushed up and over and then it's a fucking mess yeah so i don't do that i just do it for stability right so it can be erect when it's entering my mouth right so it's uh erect is the word yes (laughs) so it's erect um i Here's the thing. I actually will fold it full as a taco when there's toppings on it. But usually with toppings, it it droops, you know? Yeah. It's got it's got this hang at the end. So I use your technique when there's toppings. So I fold it yes. just to get the first bit that's just like droopy, the yeah. droop floppy, you, the uh, floppy tip. And you and Greek I, got it into your yeah, mouth. Yeah, I fleep, I floppy tip Greek god the the figgy end into my mouth <laughs> until I'm halfway through. Because if you keep it in taco form, the toppings get squished out like a yes. toothpaste. So you gotta. So you gotta flatten it out, and Put then back. I actually here's another thing. You can judge me for it. I get halfway through. I will then flip it sideways and eat it with the crust on the left side. Okay. So, uh, once it's, it's like w- flat though. Once it's wide enough, like so, it's a taco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Flippy, floppy, figgy <laughs> tip. Mm-hmm. I eat. I eat the figgy tip. You eat the goopy tip. Yep. Now I, I'm halfway through it, and then I open it up so it's just flat. So it's almost like a square at this point. You've 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 eaten off the triangle part, so now it's like a, a trapezoid. Yeah. And then once it's short enough from like crust to the end, yeah, yeah, yeah. for me to just eat it like this, okay. going sideways, I then turn it into like Yeah, yeah, yeah. This side sideways piece. Sideways piece. And then I just eat it with the crust on the left and the But you don't fold it at that point? Nope. Okay, interesting, because I was gonna I was gonna put an asterisk in mind. I got one more thing that I always do when I get to the end. And this is gonna get a little bit sacrilegious, so hold on. But for most pizzas, I do this. For all pizzas, I do the first part. I do exactly what you did, but I have a ratio that I keep in mind. The amount of bare crust that's just basically bread at the right. end at, to like actual sauce and cheese has once it gets to 50-50, and I will take like bites on purpose to get it to exactly 50-50. I don't want to overbite or underbite. Once it gets to 50-50, I fold it taco style on that 50-50 line. And I usually eat it like that. But if there's ranch around, I've been dipping that bad boy in ranch every time. Because like, when you get to the end, the crust, it's not as good as the rest of the pizza. A lot of people just throw it away. Right. Dip that bad boy in crust. It's like a whole new little snack. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> but ranch, ranch, ranch to me is the um, barbecue sauce. Depending on the pizza, if you get a barbecue, you're chicken saying pizza. things that are the equivalent of putting American cheese on, on a ribeye. It just sounds horrible. Oh, love it. It just sounds horrible <laughs> to me. It just, just, just. It sounds American horrible. Yeah, you know, it just sounds too, too. Um, I put ranch and barbecue sauce and American cheese on my pizza. It's just okay. That's good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Um, the asterisk I wanted to say yes. is there's a, it's, it's, we, we talked about it before. There's a 
perfect level of how to have the right fluffy, thin crust pizza. Mm-hmm. There is a same equation for Greek style, like you said, that we were raised on that you yeah. hate. And thankfully, I found a place near me that does it. Okay. And they, it's a simple fix. It's a mm-hmm. simple fix. They cook the shit out of the bottom of it. So you actually have like the the thick doughy middle. You yeah. have the thick topping on it. Yeah. It's almost so much toppings. There's no real crust. It's just it goes until there's no toppings. And then it's just like a bready piece at the end. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. There's no actually like lippy. Yeah. Crust part. They just toast the fuck out of it so much okay. that when you pick it up, it actually has enough like it's erection, a rigidity, like to it, yeah, like erect power to the bottom because it's so crusty. <laughs> so when you bite it, it crunches. So you that actually get it's it's a smart idea because it's almost like toast. Okay, so you almost have like I can do that pizza toast crunch on the bottom, and then you have the rest of pizza flavors. Like oh, there's tomato and cheese and whatever fucking toppings on it. Oh, that's fantastic, and it's it's a great technique because too many places don't do that mm-hmm. because they think they can have their fluffy dough and they don't. They just have soppy wet messes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this place, grease sponges. Southford Pizza does it fucking Southford, right. Southford, okay. Southford Pizza is the name of the place. Still doesn't sound like it's my thing. I wouldn't seek it out. But if my mom randomly was like, "Hey, we're getting Greek style dinner for not, for Greek style pizza for dinner tonight. Which one do you want to go to?" I'd be like, "Oh, Southford. So- Southford, the one Southford that pizza. doesn't do shit Greek pizza at least." Yeah, I mean, and when we say Greek pizza, if for some reason people listening don't know, we're just referring to Greek restaurants that aren't greek restaurants they're just run by greek people that make pizza greek owned pizzerias yes yeah nothing wrong with them it's just there's a lot of them in our area and that's kind of just the thing yeah which is so too bad for connecticut like we have new haven in our state right that's famous for pizza well you you know why it's because new haven pizza it's hard to replicate because you need a wood-fired oven for the most part I mean, I guess you don't, but that's a very, that's New Haven style pizza. It's cold fired yeah, exactly. So it's really expensive and it's hard to get that kind of oven in every location. It's so much easier to be, just buy a giant oven, yeah, just a normal electric oven and just yep. use that. Which isn't to say, I don't think you, you I, I think you could still get pretty good pizza from a normal electric oven. Yeah. The, uh, my favorite pizza place, Little City Pizza in Simsbury is, it's named Little City after New Haven. Right. Um, and it's totally New Haven style. Right. Um, they have they have one of those huge electric ovens that has like a it has a bunch of racks on basically a like a I don't know what this thing that I'm hand motioning to you is the racks like a rotisserie basically like you put you put the pizza on and it slowly starts to sink out of view and then there's another rack that comes right on top of it so is this is this just a pizza style version of the commercial toasters with the belt that just you put the pieces of bread in no and, it, and just it, the bread goes on and then it just goes all the way back like the toasters at panera they just put it in and it slides through the slow conveyor belt and then yeah. it pops out and it's toasted yeah not uh, no is it that vertical no it's like it's on a chain right well so is the one at panera <laughs> okay so picture this panera horizontal toaster thing that's yep that's what i'm saying wait flip it so it's vertical that's what also what i said and then put uh put pans on it like well yeah you can't put pizza flat on a vertical thing so i mean (laughs) well we don't know that yet (laughs) but no they have like these these racks that are slowly 
spinning around. So like I think each rotation is like one minute. So okay. they'll they'll open the oven door, they'll look and be like, Oh yeah, that's that pizza I put in three cycles ago, that's getting there, blah blah blah. They take it out, kinda of spin one around. So that, that thing like puts out pizzas. Yeah. And each one each one holds two, I think. They got probably ten of them going, so they could cook like twenty pizzas at a time. Hmm. Hmm. And that place just does pizza. Just and like pizza. salad or something. Right. Pizza's weird to me because it's such a common thing but also such a not common thing yeah because pizza average pizza when you have it is such a standard flavor mm-hmm. but when you have good pizza it's an event yep you know it's 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 like, just wow you could be like oh let's go out to dinner oh let's go to this place but you're like let's go get little city pizza it's like, <laughs> oh what are we doing tonight we're getting little city pizza <laughs> It's yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, you know what I mean. You could be like, oh, let's go out and get Chinese. Oh, let's go out and get pizza. But like, there are certain places exactly where you're like, exactly, oh, we're going here for dinner. We're, oh, we're going. That's to, like the event of the night. We're going to crust. Like the crust <laughs> is my favorite. You never, you still haven't been, have you? I still haven't been. It's crust with a K, right? Crust with a K. In Middletown. Middletown. Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking good. <laughs> I can't get over how fucking good it is. Um, I remember last time I went. I believe I went with no. Yeah, last time I went, I think we got three pizzas mm. for three people. Yeah. And we finished two pizzas. Did you just like share or did yeah. you get like different pizzas? We got three different pizzas. Yeah. And it was hard to hold. It was one of those where we could finish it, but we're going to fucking, our, we're going to impact our guts with this if we keep going. So <laughs> yeah. let's take it easy. Yeah. Uh, it was good. No, that should be date number two. Yeah. Because that'll be local and easy, cheap. Sure. We can do that. Then it's we'll, a date. Yes. We'll do date. We'll do our second date there. Nice. Yes. I like I'm it. down. Yeah. I want to I wanna see this Dub's favorite pizza place. Oh, yes. Little City Pizza moved. They moved locations. I haven't been there since they moved. I don't know. Do you know where they are now? Still in Simsbury, but like down the Simsbury. road. I know like exactly where they are. My mom was like, oh, Little City Pizza moved. I'm like, oh, where'd they go? They went into this plaza. Oh, okay. So that's the story of me knowing where they are now. Um, (laughs) But like, I know a lot of people get worried about that when you move or when you open up a new location. Yes. You're not quite ready because you got to put in, put in work. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because this happens. So what did you think of Arnold Schwarzenegger getting dropkicked? I don't know the kid's motivation like why did he do that did you see what schwarzenegger like, said afterwards yeah i didn't even know someone did that kicked me i, <laughs> I thought, I thought like it someone... got bumped into by a crowd yeah, exactly <laughs> like, i'm okay oh, everybody yes <laughs> it's just never change arnie yeah it's just oh my god because he's like what in his 70s almost 75 or something is he 75 uh trailer came out today for uh terminator 6 the boy's in it <laughs> he's in it he's in it yeah he was in the last one last one sucked but this one also has uh, Linda Hamilton, I think her name is. Sarah Connor. Does it have Christian Bale? Nope. But it has like the original Sarah Connor in it. It's cool. Definitely also has to do with time travel. And there's like a, was it? He's the T-800, right? Yes. And he, is the, the T- he is the most basic version of Terminator. Yeah. And then like T-900 or 1000 was the shape-shifty one. Uh, 1000. There's like a new version of the that. The 3000. Yeah, something like that. Be a super shape-shifting. He already got his shit kicked in by the version that's 20 years old. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Can't wait for the newest one to come in and kick his ass. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. I'm pumped. (sighs) I mean, I'm not really. At one point, so let's compare Terminator to Alien. 
Sure. At what point is is another movie too much? Um, I mean, when the last, when most of them have been bad, which Terminator is at that point. Terminator one, classic. Terminator two, improved on a classic. Fast Terminator and three, garbage. Fast and Furious can keep going because they have, they're they're doing pretty good. They're at like seventy five percent. Nah, they're at like sixty six percent. Okay. Um, Terminator three, garbage. Terminator four. I don't think it was four. That's the one with Christian Bale. Was four, garbage. Was it garbage? It wasn't good. I think I don't think I, so. Here's the thing. I don't think the Terminator movies were bad i just think people didn't care about them anymore because they, they were like terminator one and terminator two were iconic yeah they were iconic in many different ways yep they hit a lot of people in different ways as well yep it was they a, did time travel really well it was a brutal movie yeah on top of that like violent wise for yep. a mainstream movie at least to my knowledge i'm not i'm not timmy so i don't have this encyclopedia yep. of film so i don't know but I remember Terminator was shown to me because it was, yo, this movie's fucking badass. This dude just fucking, they're like crazy machines and they kill people and shit. And it's awesome. A lot of, a lot of gun scenes and a lot of fun. That was it. There was a lot of good action scenes. Yeah. That's, uh, that helped really sell it on people. Yeah. And then it's like, well, we already, we have a lot of action movies. So what else are you bringing to the table? Yeah. Oh, st- more time travel. It's like, yeah, well, we know we have time It's travel. the 80s. We know time travel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? I, I like. I don't think they were just horrible movies. Have you seen all of them? I saw one, two. I didn't see three. I saw the Christian Bale one, and I didn't see five. So I've seen three out of five of them. I think the only bad one, and the one that's the one I haven't fully seen, is the one where Arnold Schwarzenegger is in it again. Like later, later, later. Yeah, so the new one that came out with Amelia Clark. Daenerys from Game of Thrones. She was in that? Yeah, Terminator Genesis. I haven't seen Genesis. Okay. That one's supposed to be bad, I think. Really? Yeah. Like, I, and I, actually, you know what? I think you're right. Because, like, I didn't even care to look up how good or bad it was. But now that I know Amelia Clark's in it, I want to see it. Yeah. Speaking of Amelia Clark. Yeah. How happy are you with the ending? Of it Game was of shit. Thrones? Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it just, it pooped on all you, my hopes you, and dreams you, for. That, that was a quick stab and pullback that was just in and out for you yeah that was yeah yeah, that was a poke (laughs) that was a quick poke is i convinced so many people to watch the show that i loved and they got into it you tried to convince me and yeah and they got into it and they got to the end and i feel like i am responsible for them experience a bad experiencing a bad ending to the show i've been texting johnny about it a lot um and he's like he's from his text he almost seems like he's in denial that it was bad <laughs> but he's like i've seen a lot of good points online and i can't dispute any of them <laughs> like the the writing was crap none of the decisions made sense the acting was incredible the cgi was outstanding the cinematography like i gasped at a couple scenes just because of how beautiful and how cool they looked um but just like the pacing was all messed up because they rushed through it um they've always done 10 episodes a season and they did seven last season and six this season for the finale season i've been reading a lot about interviews with the people to see their because they all have reactions that like the actors and everything yeah Yeah. and you know who i really want to hang out with because i think it would be super fucking cool Mm. like just i think i think she's a cool person yeah is emily 
Amelia, Amelia Clark. Clark. She seems just like she, a fun girl. She reminds me of uh, Anna Kendrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think exactly. they would probably be just fucking cool girls to hang around with. Exactly. And they'd just be funny and awesome to chill, be Chill, funny, yeah. Yeah, chill. Like, I think they'd just be f- awesome fucking cool people. They'd be great friends. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I, and she was, it was cool because she was, exp- I didn't know Amelia Clark was like classically, or not classically, but she went through theater mm. school. Interesting. In England. She's English, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, she went through like a theater school. I remember... A funny story was her with Beyonce. I don't know if you heard about that story. Did you mm-hmm. remember that story? No. <laughs> this, is, this is part of why I think she'd be cool. She was saying in, in the interview, she was at some kind of private party and it was being thrown by Beyonce and she was there just, I can't believe I'm in this private party. Like, oh my God. And she's kind of drunk. And she was just saying, I mean, she, she said it. She was like, I'm kind of drunk, but I'm sitting there staring like, oh my God, there goes Leo. And oh my God, there goes this person. <gasps> That's Drake and this. And then she says, and then I look and there's Beyonce parting the sea like an angel walking towards me. And I'm just thinking, oh my God, that's Beyonce. And then she actually, I realized in a couple seconds later, oh my gosh, she's coming to me. She's walking at me. And then she walked up and she was saying, oh, I... I Thank you for coming. I'm so glad you're here. I'm such a big fan. You do such a great job. I love your. Co- you and know she, my name. Yeah, she was just like, oh my god, you watch my show. And she was just uh, yeah. my little TV show that I yeah, do. This this little thing I do. Yeah, uh, and I guess she had the script all the way back then. This was like two years ago. Yeah. So she had to be quiet for two years about it, mm-hmm. and she was trying to say she was she was talking about how she was biting her tongue, trying not to say. Ooh, you're going to be real disappointed. Oh, you're going to hate how my character turns out. She was explaining the, she was explaining in the interview how she was she was trying to politically be nice, but she was saying her character has such a shift that it disappoints everybody. And it's and she was saying it's such the it's the complete opposite outcome that she saw for this fighting strong independent female lead female power symbol yeah yeah and uh yeah i remember that was a really funny story and it made me uh it made me laugh it made made me made me want to hang out with her because she was acting just like anybody else would if beyonce was walking toward you yeah to talk to you just at a party and you're drunk (laughs) yeah so um so you hated it i didn't i hated the last season as a whole the last episode i thought was pretty good um but not good enough to make up for the last season and there are quite a few things in the last episode that i still did not like even though overall i thought it was like the water bottle water bottles bottles (laughs) two water bottles in the same scene i only saw one yeah oh shit uh (laughs) yeah (laughs) they're like hey remember how the remember how mad the internet got that there was a starbucks cup in one episode put put two water bottles (laughs) in the next in the finale Nobody's gonna like the ep- nobody's gonna like how the season ends. Let's just go out on a bang. It's just fucking water bottles. Yeah, we got a new sponsorship with Poland Springs. Let's just do, do it. it up. Just do it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just whatever. <laughs> they were like so. Part of the reason Johnny got so into it is one of the reasons I was so into it is because there's so many hints and like little like not Easter eggs, but like little clues of what the overall story is going to lead up to. And a lot of them came true because they were written by George R. R. Martin. Like, uh, John is this bastard and he never knew who his mom was. And his dad never knew his mom was. And his dad was so honorable. Why would he ever cheat on his wife? And with this like prostitute or whoever it was, and like, he never found out, but there are clues of who his mom actually was and who maybe his real dad actually was. And you're like, what? That's, that's crazy. And then like, they slowly, 
build on those clues and they're like oh my god it's totally gonna be right and then like it's revealed and it's like good job viewer you figured it out or you watched youtube videos of people who figured it out uh and there were so many more things that had like just perfect fan theories of like yep that's it like this feels as perfect as the john's real mom theories and stuff like that and the show just went (laughs) and shit on all of them and she said nope the end Nothing happens and everybody dies at the end. Speaking Not of, everybody dies, what was but... the big spiral sign that kept being shown? Oh, good question. Who fucking knows? They never explained the it. The show's over. They never explained it. Okay, cool. That's how I feel about it. Okay, cool. These spirals that they showed in episode one. Ooh, why did these bad zombie guys put all these bodies in a spiral shape? Oh, and then we saw them in this flashback of like this other like these completely other people, these like little elves who live in the forest using the same spirals. Oh, and then you find out that the elves made the white walkers and they made the first white walker around this tree with all these spiral rocks in the same formation formation. And then like John goes to, he goes under this mountain where they could mine dragon glass, which is basically obsidian that they can use to kill white walkers. And there's like cave drawings on the walls and they have those spirals and some of these other symbols that we've slowly been starting to mean, what does it all mean? The end. <laughs> so, like, that was a huge one because I'm super, I was more into it. Like, I loved the politics of it and the conversations and the backstabbings and the betrayals and the the well thought out, like, political moves and, like, battle strategies and stuff like that. But, like, what really got me hooked and what got a lot of other people hooked is these weird mysteries. Right. Like, they slowly start to pepper in the fact that this is a fantasy world. Like, besides a few scenes, if you just watched season one, you think it's a medieval show. Like, it's just, it's a show about, like, medieval Europe. And then, like, at the end of season one, dragons hatch. And you're like, oh, shit, dragons are real. And then these ice zombies. And then you find out more and more stuff. And then, like, there's this kid who has visions of this three-eyed raven. And then he follows the visions. And then he finds out that there's this spirit called the three-eyed raven that could see into the past and see all around the world. It's like, oh shit, that's pretty cool. He's like a psychic or whatever. And then there is people who can like possess animals and control animals and wolves and eagles and shit like that. And like none of it ever really leads anywhere. And there's this huge prophecy in the show of it's quote unquote, the prince that was promised Azor Ahai is the name of the prophecy there's all these clues about who it is like the prophesized person will have these traits and those traits apply to multiple people and you're like well it could be this person because prophecies are always very loosely interpreted so like this person that person that person never explained nobody at by the end of the show nobody really fits that prophecy like it's all just thrown out the window and it's like lost did that and it was fine because lost was all about like jj abrams philosophy philosophy is there's a sealed box in front of you and it has a key the box becomes so much less interesting once you open it up even if there's something cool in there some people won't like it so it's more exciting to leave the box locked and never open it up he has a really cool ted talk about that actually so like that was his whole thing with lost and i watched it knowing that so i loved it that is not the point with game of thrones the point is like prophecies and like unless it gets resolved in the prequel 
which it sounds like they're gonna do like the rumors about what the prequel show is is about like children of the forest children of the forest way in the past the origin of the white walkers which is like you could have put that in the show maybe but that would Instead be of less money. It taking it out of the show to make you watch the prequel. That's more money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what used to get me so mad uh, when I was way more into video games. Video games would launch and people would find that data on the disc is like levels and shit like that from DLC that they make you pay for later. It launched on the disc and you pay twelve dollars or whatever to unlock it for a six kilobyte file that just unlocks all that data like that's how the whole the night king is going to get explained in the prequels feels about game of thrones i'm like no 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 i watched this shit for eight years you fucking explain it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i mean well and then also so there's this whole like magical prophecy shit that didn't get explained but the other thing that everybody loves about the show is like everything is a political tactical move that makes sense like the red wedding is the famous episode where a bunch of main characters a bunch of good guys died how do they die they got stabbed they got ambushed at a wedding they were locked in like the party room the um oh, what guys just came in and just killed everybody crossbows from the rafters and a couple guys came up with knives stabbed and the they stomach. didn't fight back they couldn't they were at a wedding <laughs> they didn't have weapons or anything they were literally partying and getting drunk, and then they locked the doors and crossbows killed all the good guys. It was like six good guys against like 20, 30 bad guys. Oh, so good guys lost. Oh, hell yeah. Good guys were obliterated, <laughs> like oh, no. wiped off the board. Oh, no. And it was like crazy, and like people cried during that episode, and people were like, I'm never watching the show again. How could they do that to us? And they fucking did watch the show more. <laughs> but it's like when you think about it, yeah, those are the consequences for those actions that you took early in the season where it's like they, the good guys basically said, we promise we will do this in exchange for this. And uh, the the who turned out to be the bad guys were like, okay, yeah, deal. Here's our part of the bargain. And then the good guys like, oh, but like I actually really wanted to do this instead, so I'm really sorry, but I'm not going to be able to do that. And then they're like, oh, nope, it's cool. Come on, we'll invite you to a wedding and we'll we'll it'll all we'll sweep it under the rug. They invite him to the wedding and fucking murder them. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's what happens, bro. That's some mafia shit. Yeah. That's that, that's some mafia shit. Oh, you don't have the money? That's you know what? Yeah. No, no, we all have, you know, it's 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 that's you know what's creepy or what's scary is when that talk goes down. Yeah. When that talk goes down, when it's just you see this guy who's panicking, I'm sorry, I don't have the money. He's like, eh, shh. And the bad guy's really calm. Really calm. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. It happens, you know? Just look at the flowers. No, no. It's just... Did you have have a hard week? You had a hard week, didn't you? We all have hard weeks. I know how it is. I know how it is. I I promise I'll have it for you next week. I promise. Oh, Mm. no. I like your promises. I appreciate your promises. Come on, let's go for a walk. Let's go for a walk. And then put their arms around him and hold him close. And she's like, let's just go outside for a little walk. It's okay. And you see somebody with like a crowbar walking behind him or something. It's just like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. That's that's always the creepy part when people are, when the bad guys are super calm. Yeah. Just, oh, you guys aren't going to do that. Your end of the deal. You know what? It's okay. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Why don't you guys come over? I got some. I got some amazing food. I got some amazing food for you. Why don't you come on down? I got the best wine. I got some cannolis fresh for you. Come on down. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. But Game of Thrones did it so well. They yeah. sold it so well. And so somebody summed up like 
one of the aspects that made season eight bad with an Alfred Hitchcock quote, and I don't remember the whole thing, but basically it was, there's a difference between suspense and shock or something like that. Right. Where it's basically like, uh, two guys can be having like a, a, like an argument or whatever. And the camera like pans under the table and one of the guys is holding a gun and like, they're having this argument. You're like, Oh shit. (laughs) Shit's about to go down at the end of this argument. And then at the end he like shoots him and you're like, Oh my gosh, he shot him versus if two guys are having an argument, having an argument, having an argument, the camera just looks at these two guys. All of a sudden one guy whips out a gun and shoot him. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Where did that come from? That second example is season eight of game of thrones it's like what the fuck i mean okay i guess but like there was no like you know what i love the most out of the season though mm. at least for the the longest i can remember i could be entirely wrong because the memes just, it's, yes <laughs> the memes yes. are good <laughs> they're so good because people are so salty about yeah, it yeah they are and they're like whatever i love it i love it like i <laughs> It's a show for memes now. What's her name? Brienne? Yeah. Big big blonde lady. She's yeah. writing in a diary. <laughs> Jamie Lannister is an ugly skank bitch. <laughs> no, the best one I saw was and she and Brienne had the bombest pussy on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like I'm enjoying the memes from season eight more than I enjoyed season eight. And it's like, uh I can't believe I'm saying that about Game of Thrones. And you know what I love? I love how much Here's what's cool. What do you think? Actually, no, that's a stupid question. I'll just say what I was going to say. I, I think the creativity that people have mm-hmm. from their emotional disgust or anger mm-hmm. at something is fantastic. Yeah. Like people are doing, somebody did a cutaway where they did like a cheers ending credit scene with everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like, da, 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 that could have happened in the show. Da, 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 and I'd be like, da, 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 is this really happening? And it like freeze framed each character and it just gives a synopsis of what happens to them afterwards and what they do going forward. <laughs> Tyrion lived the long, happy life. And exactly. blah, blah, blah. Finally got to tell his joke. Exactly. It's like this jazz outro. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And somebody spent the fucking time to clip that. In yeah, a oh, program yeah. and splice audio in and put in like they did all that shit partially for internet points partially to like have a creative outlet for their frustration with the show which is insane that people get that worked up over it's it. so good you know but here, here's something maybe just my choice selection but i rarely have a major disappointment watching a movie mm-hmm when i go to the movies watching movies at home on plex or netflix eh, I, I sometimes i'll just be Thinking, oh, I've, for example, I was told Batman vs. Superman is a shithole movie. Mm-hmm. I want to see how shitty it is. Click. Or I heard Suicide Squad was a flop. Oh, click. Let's see how bad it is. Yeah. Compared to, I'm going to go see this movie in a theater and mm-hmm. pay money. And you know how I'm, how much I value that experience. Yeah. I've never had a. You've never had a bad movie going experience? At a movie theater? Yeah. Correct. Why? I feel like. The opposite should be true. Like, oh, oh I just paid fifteen dollars for that. I went to go see The Martian. Yeah, blown away. Oh, fucking in so IMAX. Good. So good. didn't know what it was at all. At so just, tense. Just, oh, let's see a movie. Well, what movies there? Oh, I heard The Martian's good. What's The Martian? I, I personally, because I'm it's fucking a movie about aliens or something. Yeah, I just thought <laughs> so. It's about aliens. It's got uh, yeah, yeah. It's got Matt Damon in it. Okay, yeah. whatever. And I saw oh. that in IMAX. P.S. It's not about aliens. It's no. about real NASA science shit. And it's, and it's so fucking good. amazing. And uh, I saw the book that is movie. incredible too. I read um, the book recently. Went to go see Mad Max. 
don't know anything about the story of Mad Max. I think it takes place in the desert, right? Saw that movie. I know how oh, you feel about Mad Max. Holy fuck. We've had entire episodes about Mad Max. Imagine, well, imagine going to see just any, just, you have no idea what you're going to go see and somebody says, oh, let's go see, let's go see Mr. Poopy Pants and the Bleedy Eye Hole. Just, okay, cool. So let's... <laughs> Okay, cool. somebody's ready for Rick and Morty season oh, four. Yes, I am. <laughs> so you go and you just sit down. And just I don't know what's this movie about. All right, there's this guy called Mr. Poopy Pants, and there's this he's there's this bad guy called Evil Eye Hole or Bleeding yeah. Eye Hole, and he's just trying to run away. It's just it's like a chase movie in a way. So. <laughs> Uh, okay. And then you see Mad Fucking Max. <laughs> Fury Road. Just, you're just gonna be blown the fuck away. You have no idea what you're seeing. I just, oh my god. Yeah. God. Mad Max Fury Road is the most dubs movie I've ever heard of. <laughs> Why is that? Because you are one of the, uh, I forget what they're called, but the, the car boys or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> <Valhalla>. <laughs> It's, mediocre it's, it was uh such a good such a good uh such a good movie but yeah I, I i just i don't see bad movies and so it sounds like you're just conscious about the movies you go to see versus no, at I home you watch like batman versus well, super no because i didn't know what mad max or the martian was and i saw those yeah. random amount of whim like who took you to those oh my uh my girlfriend to both of them Yes. So she's like your safety net. She's your seeing eye dog. <laughs> she's I, like, I guess you're not watching trailers. You don't know anything. No, she, that's she didn't. Out. No, 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 no. It was just, it was just a question. Hey, have you seen the Martian yet? No. What's that? Oh, you, you don't know about the Martian? No. What is? Okay. No. I'll go see it. Okay, let's go yeah. see it. And then I saw the Martian and Max. Yeah. And then it was, oh, dude. Oh, I want to see Mad Max. And I go, oh, what's that? What's that? Isn't that a remake? It's like, no, nah, it's a little different. Like, I never saw the first one. Did you? No. It, what is it about? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, cool. Why? Why not? Hopefully it's good. <laughs> Fury Road. Torked your balls off of Fury Road. <laughs> exactly. Just like the, the equivalent of the hair blowback. Yeah, exactly. Is getting out of. <laughs> I remember when the movie ended. Your first blowjob. <laughs> You feel different after. You yes. feel like a changed man. <laughs> I remember the movie ended, and I finally like realized I could unclench from the seat. <laughs> I was just that was me during The Martian. Whoa. Really, that whole movie is tense. Well, no, The Martian. The Martian's hilarious. Well, it's hilarious, but it's like that. That was nominated for Best Picture uh, Comedy Musical category, or whatever. The Martian. That was nominated for Best Comedy Movie. It is not a comedy. It's funny. It's funny. But it's like, for those of you who don't know, a uh, bunch of people go to Mars, storm happens, and they need to leave early. One guy gets lost in the storm and dies, and everybody goes back home. And then cut to that guy alone on Mars, not actually dead, like miraculously survived. Uh, the next trip to Mars is in four years. He has to figure out how to survive alone on Mars in this small little hab unit for four years and make contact using broken radio technology to contact earth to let him know he's alive you know why the movie is so cool too not just how it was shot not just the way they casted it N no spoilers but yes i was gonna say it's very tony stark ish 
yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, relying yeah. on their knowledge and exactly their, and their intelligence to figure shit out. Just, That's what's so good about it. How do I get by? How do I get by? Okay, 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 okay. Think, 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 think. Okay, okay. You're gonna die soon. So yeah. uh, think, math. think, uh, math, think math, we math. gotta. Okay, so I gotta do this. What do we have? Do we have? have frozen potatoes. We can thaw those. We could use those yeah. to plant more potatoes. Exactly. How do I get soil? Oh, I could uh, take a shit and mix it with Martian soil, and that would get close enough. Uh, blah blah blah. Right. How do I get water? How do I get water in the hey, air? You just said no spoilers. That's that's like chapter one. Yeah, right. <laughs> is he but it's just it, it's 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 just it's that kind of knowledge to get out of a situation. Exactly, which and is so cool. so good. The whole movie is that, but it gets but you, more and more tense towards you were the end. Clenched in that Fury Road, not like I, physically clenched. Fury but like, Road, my I was, heart was pounding the whole time. I was just. Like just I, I like I I was trying to like if I could split my body open in half <laughs> to take in that movie I would have because it was so much to handle yeah uh just oh through just your eyes and ears alone yeah exactly <laughs> the soundtrack and this and like the just the sound effects and just, oh my god I haven't seen that movie since seeing it in theaters uh, neither have I you got to bring it back it's because it's. It's such an experience. It's, I don't want to see it on a it's TV. The, to me, it's the <laughs> film equivalent of DMT. It's just, <laughs> it's just, yo, do you want to have DMT on Friday? Yeah. And next Friday, like, like no, this is a, this is a thing. I can't just binge on it. It's gonna, yeah. it takes something out of me slash give something into me. I can only, my body can only handle it so many times. Exactly. I need to appreciate the moments that it happens. And it needs to be a ceremony with ayahuasca. I can't just, <laughs> you can't just be cooking it up on a Saturday and invite me over for it. It's yeah. just, this is a thing to be appreciated. Kind of like to me, Force Awakens is that. Mm-hmm. To see Force Awakens. Just, Force Awakens is I can't so just, I can't just chug ayahuasca with you. This is a <laughs> thing to appreciate with you. Yeah. This needs to be a ceremony, a ceremonial process to have this. Yeah. You know, but no, to, 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 close this circle i have not seen i've not been disappointed by a movie in movie theater that i've left besides the fast and furious movies i get dragged to i think you also don't go to a lot of movies right? i do not yeah <laughs> wow okay thank you dubs <laughs> i do not i i only care about the avengers movies star wars movies and that's it so i don't see anything <laughs> i don't see- and then like the occasional martian or mad max are just like but i don't even look for those exactly you it's get just, dragged to those it's just do you want to go to the movies just, okay sure i don't care let's go what do you want to see oh this this movie called blah 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 doopity doop oh i haven't heard of blah 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 doopity doop blah sure. blah blah doopity doop Fury let's see Road. and then yeah and then i see it and then it's just oh my god what is this yeah it's just oh it's such an experience um i go to a lot of movies I, see, I know you do. I see all the superhero movies. I still need to see Shazam. Shazam is good. I know. I that's need a to good see flick. I need to see that. You know, that's not one that you have to see in a theater. No, like, that's wa- not like an event. No, I'm waiting for a good, good Plex, uh, yeah. Plex episode to yeah. appear so I could watch that. It was good. It was really fun. Yeah. Um, Did you I, see Detective Pikachu? No, not yet. I've been told it's actually pretty good. It's it's like the good video game movie now. I thought they were doing an Assassin's Creed. They did an Assassin's Creed like five years ago. Oh. It was slightly below mediocre. Okay. Like bad, but like just Hollywood. You tried your best to make a video game movie. Go to bed. Um, I got to see Detective Pikachu. I think I might wait for like Plex or... 
at streaming. What, at what point do you think it's it's like, okay, we know the formula, hang it up, a la the Alien franchise? Where it's just, okay, you found a fucking alien, you found eggs, things are going wrong, everybody's dying, you don't know why, you mm-hmm. can't escape, everybody's getting surprise killed, and it's over. Like Prometheus. I mean, I think when... The real answer is when people stop going and they stop making money. When ticket sales are less than the budget is when they stop making them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But what when I would like them to stop making them is when they don't have a genuinely good idea. Like, I feel like so many of those movies are like they're made by a business instead of a creative mind. Like um, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. I heard it was good. Amazing. It was these two guys had the script for a movie and they had like a, a general storyboard about it and they were trying to get it picked up so they could have the budget to make this movie. And it's, right. it could have been a super low budget movie. It's three people in a bomb shelter um, for like an hour and a half. And it's so tense and like so suspenseful. And then JJ Abrams saw it. Are you hiccuping? I am. Okay. Sorry. Hiccuping, kind of burping a little okay, bit. Okay, sorry. I was just, are you okay? Just just... Weird body things. Okay. J.J. <laughs> um, Abrams saw it and he goes, I will fully fund this movie. I'll give you John Goodman and we'll sprinkle in a little bit of Cloverfield uh, into the story. And they're like, hell yeah, let's do it up. And so like, it wasn't like, oh, let's make Cloverfield 2. It was like somebody had a really good idea. Right. And like, I'm not saying have a really good idea and then accidentally turn it into a Cloverfield or an alien movie. Right. But like, I want someone to have a really good idea for an alien movie. Like basically a really good fanfic. But how do you change what's already been done? What do you mean? Have you seen all the alien movies? No. Okay. They've done it all. Aliens and Prometheus and Alien Covenant. They've done it all. Yeah. So they, those can go to bed. It's Although I think Alien Covenant also sets up a sequel, a possible sequel. You know what it is with Aliens, and this is something that I, I actually do get sucked into, mm. is the story is good. Yeah, like the overarching story. Yeah, like people like when Prometheus came out, I thought it was just, I didn't know it was an alien movie. And then everybody started saying, oh, it's like an Aliens prequel. And I was like, oh, what happens? Like <laughs> everybody was all about just the, the, the lore yeah. of the Alien franchise. And that is barely an Aliens prequel. <laughs> Because nothing is explained. Yeah. And that's why everybody's just curious. Just, well, what's inside the chest? Yeah, I want to exactly. see what's in the chest. Fucking tell me what's in the chest. Yeah, And yeah, they yeah. keep, oh, here you go. Nope. nope. <laughs> here you go. Nope. Yeah. And, and they just, they give you little peeks. Mm-hmm. Like with Prometheus in the beginning, they give you that little peek. Mm-hmm. Which is, oh, there's, so there's a, a big creator. strong man. Yeah, there's a, what the fuck is going on? Why is he melting? Why is the, everything turning black? Mm-hmm. Uh, so is he killing the planet? Okay, they're leaving him. So they seem okay with this. He seems okay. Oh, well, what the <laughs> yeah, fuck? it's weird. Yeah, which I still don't even know what the fuck he was doing. It's been a while for me, but I he was creating life on that planet. There was life on that planet. He was creating like sentient life. You so know, humans? essentially some race of intelligent life there wasn't like they found the eggs on his on his people ship yeah so what were the eggs i don't remember it's been a while i didn't i knew like every theory about that movie when it came out because i loved it yeah i think i think wasn't it they used the aliens as weapons and they dropped them on planets to kill 
something like that. And did you see Alien Covenant? I, I read through the spoilers. They kind of expand on... Alien Covenant was really good. They kind of expand on, like, more Prometheus. Alien Covenant was basically Prometheus 2, right. which is weird. Well, it, no, it picks up where uh, Prometheus left off. Yeah, it has some of the same characters in it. Um, so wait, so what happens? Because I remember she left with the ship, and it was just her and the android, and, David. and she was saying, "Yeah, let's go find out where these coordinates leave. But yep. there's more humans somehow. Well, they get there, and their ship crashes... I think she dies or they're there for a long time. Spoilers for Alien Covenant. David, like, I think kills her or something and, like, dissects her. Like, had her, like, he was doing experiments on her body and he was trying to make the aliens. So, really, Alien Covenant was the alien prequel movie. And Prometheus was, like, the prequel to that whole universe movie. No, but in Prometheus, there was aliens in Prometheus. There was one alien, and it wasn't quite the xenomorph that we know. It was different. Oh, right. I remember that. It, and like, looked different. And that fought the, like, creator. Yeah, the, yeah they, like, something like that. like, creator up. Yeah. And then they started fighting. I think so. But in Alien Covenant is when you see the first xenomorph, I believe. The first, like, alien alien. And it's because David was doing experiments on it. And I don't know why I think it was just his drive to discover and understand life. But how did he how did he carry that with him? Carry what? Like where did he get xenomorph stuff? I think remember he had the uh the little black goop on his finger in Prometheus and he like put it in a jar and then they take it when they leave. But she doesn't know that he brought oh, it. Oh, right, right. So he like brought the seeds. And one of the coolest things of when they get so and then like there was a distress call so more humans come and land on that planet and they're trying to figure out what happened and like there also was this old civilization on this planet that the creators fucked up on purpose for some reason i don't quite remember i want to rewatch them now that we're talking about them but um when they get to the planet the alien like the humans and they're walking around they can hear wind and they can hear like the waterfalls and stuff like that but there's no birds there's no bugs there's no life animal life noise at all and it's so eerie like i've never heard that before i was gonna say but it's weird because those things should create life yeah they should yeah but the part of the story of that one was there like that chemical or the whatever uh infected and hunted down every living creature so there was just plants and water David. and rock and David, because uh, what's her name was dead at that point. Like it was, and the, I think one of them points it out and like, do you hear that? And they're like, what? He's like, nothing. And then like it zooms out for a while, yeah. And you hear nothing besides just wind and water, and it's so creepy. <laughs> like once they point that out, like something feels off about the scene, and then one of the characters points it out for you, and you're like, ew. <laughs> Now, before I ask you about scary movies, mm. I feel like those situations, so any kind of space sci-fi situation is creepy or inspiring because it's always feasible at some point yeah. on a long enough timeline with humans. Right. It's always possible. We can get there someday. And it's just, at what point do you get concerned? For what? Yourself. So put yourself in, so if they said, hey, Chris. We have the Star Exploration Federation, and we want you to be a part of it. We're offering a salary of $120,000. Uh, 
it's a four-year contract and you're part of the navy and long story short you help maintain ship it like system integrity system integrity for these spaceships that are flying to explore to different planets and it's just the spaceship's just gonna go in like a straight line away it's you with a crew of about 60 to 80 people you guys go it's about a six-month trip you guys land you guys explore record information that you find get back on the ship leave you mark it on the map you come back home you have two months off you go back again now let's just say you said yes yeah okay at what point when you go to these planets and you've seen enough sci-fi movies that you go because for us normal is earth yeah so sound and wind and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like creatures and like, like it's normal so you don't know a what's normal on other planets but how creeped out would you fucking be like how scared and paranoid do you think we would all be on this alien planet on any alien planet but it's, let's just use this one because it's the only one we have for context like would you get off the ship and go something's weird fuck this i'm getting back on the ship or would you be, <laughs> would you say well we got to go north 90 degrees so we can start mapping down put down the probes and uh set out the drones I mean, I'd feel creeped out, but like if I took the job and I got that far, I'd be like, well, it's my job and I might die. <laughs> oh my God. Or whatever. I don't know. I would not be deployed unless like we all had weapons up to the wazoo. Yeah. Just sure. <laughs> we all have lightsabers and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we walk around in mech units, right? Okay, cool. Yeah, it's exactly. Just, as long as I have that. Like, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Um, because I'm skittish enough as it is as a human on Earth. <laughs> I am aware. <laughs> I can't imagine me on a random planet. Yeah. I one time poked you in the armpit as like a short little, like a half a second tickle. And you, um, I don't know what this move is, <laughs> to my sternum. You basically punched me in the sternum and knocked all the wind out of me. And I, I fun fact, I have not made physical contact with you since that day. I'm sorry. <laughs> I remember that. I don't even think I've given you a high five or whatever. I think, yeah, you did. I just went, like, I did something like that. I did a quick, like, low punch. Yeah, you were facing away from me. I was looking at your back, and I just went, boop. <laughs> and before I saw you turn around, I was on the ground trying to catch my breath. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm sorry. I didn't even realize I did it. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the problem. Yeah, then my immediate you reaction was... before... <laughs> well, my sensei would be proud. Yeah. He, he would say, that's the... that's the." He, I'm sure he would. You know why? It's because we did drills like that. Yeah. He would put us in the middle of the room, turn off the lights, and have us close our eyes. And we would have to react to whatever... Kill whatever touches us. <laughs> so whether... So he would, he would fuck us up. He would have somebody walk behind us. But mm. while someone was walking behind us, someone would be walking in front of us. Ooh. And we they would make sure the person behind you is breathing heavier. And then the person in front of you would attack. Ooh. So you'd have to respond to that first. <laughs> so that's why... Because I was in the middle of training like twice a week yeah. when you did that. So I was like full just... I'm testing every fucking day. <laughs> so just... This is a test. <laughs> yeah. So when you did My it... My sensei's I, in the genius room. <laughs> so when you did it, I was just... <laughs> just did it. I was just... Oh, shit. I'm so sorry. I remember uh, people around were like, what the fuck, Dubs? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just... I had no idea I did that. That's so yeah, you're skittish. <laughs> you're on this alien planet. Yeah. I, I think I would definitely be the shoot first, ask questions later guy. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> What's that? Bam! Just... just <laughs> That was uh, the commander. Yeah, I don't know, but we can go find out now because it's not moving. <laughs> I would need so much reassurance before, like each step of the way. 
Like while you're on the planet, you mean? Or no, like Chris, we've chosen you for this. Okay, give me the whole plan now. <laughs> like, tell me everything. What's your backup plan? What's your plan C? What's your blah blah blah? What are your safety measures? What are everything? And then we're getting there. Okay, we're arriving on the planet. Hold on, do scans of the whole fucking thing. <laughs> like, make sure it's breathable air. Make sure it's blah blah blah. Make sure the temperature's not too hot, not too cold. Right, right. All right, we landed. Okay, send out robots for a week and <laughs> a week. see if anything kills the robots. <laughs> see if... But go but just to have them hold some Petri dishes and see if they get infected or whatever. Like, everything. I, as you can tell, I'm not very scientific, but I got no, the gist no, no. of it. You're, 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 you're prepared. Exactly. You're very prepared. And then, like, we get out there, and they're like, okay, the robots are perfectly safe. The Petri dishes are empty. It's beautiful out there. Oh, my gosh. It's cleaner than an Earth. And then we walk out there, and I got my guns, and I hear a stick break. (laughs) I'm not shoot first. I'm run back on the ship first. (laughs) Ask questions while I'm running. (laughs) What is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? (laughs) And plus, this job that you've given me, the structural integrity, whatever, I'm the first to die anyway. Systems integrity engineer? Yeah, no. Fucking the cap- nice, captain nice and the first mate are going to be the last people alive. Anyway, that's a nice so. position, though, right? Systems integrity. Yeah, sure. I will run straight head first into the alien's mouth to get it over with. Like, just don't scare me for like an hour and a half while I'm trying to survive on the ship. Just fucking knife myself in the head. You know what? And this is a good segue into your camping experience I want to know about. But you have that with camping sometimes when it's super quiet. Yeah, no, it didn't happen. Well, I was going to say, I don't know if you experienced this. I don't know how often you've been out in nature, but you'll be out in nature and then you hear, I don't know how often you've slept. I slept overnight all the time growing up. Yeah. But you hear the standard noise, the crickets, the owls, the birds, and then all of a sudden you hear one area of the woods get quiet. Yeah. And it's almost like, why did the left speaker go out? <laughs> yes. Right I know exactly going? what you're talking about. And I found out it's because of predators in the area. Yeah. And that's why things get quiet. Everyone's like, oh shit, guys, predator. Yeah. And no one in it. <laughs> the predator from the movie Predator is out. <laughs> but it's but really yeah. like a fox or a coyote. It's or a something. fox or coyote or an owl or yeah. something that's, that's coming over. But it's over. like, <gasps> we're not here. We're not here. We're not here. <laughs> yeah. And then one idiot makes a noise, but. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, this place I used to go to, first of all, camping was great, but um, to more go off that tangent first, um, this place I used to go to with my friend in upstate New York, his parents owned a little property out there, so they had just, they just popped a trailer on there for a while, and we used to just go pretty much camping, but in their trailer. Um, like, they would have a fire pit outside, and they had ATVs, so we would ride around a- ATVs on their big open property. But it, they had a big hill that was all woods, and then at the bottom was, like, this little brook, and you could kind of hear the brook at night. It was, like, just it was within range. Yeah, it was burbling. It was a burbling brook. Burbling brook. Um, but one night we heard there were a bunch of geese down there. Like honking um, and squonking. They were honking and squonking. <laughs> um, but they it was night one time, so they were, they died down. Right. But then we heard a coyote, and we heard it. So we're sitting there, and I'm looking at twelve o'clock. And the geese are at six o'clock. I'm facing away from the hill. They're way down there. We heard like a coyote. A way, a whale, a, a way out. At How'd like, you hear it? at like nine o'clock? It screamed. Or? Yeah, it was did the oh whatever, and then the geese were honking and squonking. They're like, <laughs> my, my coyote. <laughs> and then we heard the coyote do it again at eight o'clock, like ten minutes later. Oh, 
and then the geese at six o'clock. It was basically doing like echolocation. He'd be like, I will make noise now and the geese will scream and let me know exactly where they are. And then we heard the coyote pretty much at six o'clock. And then uh, and then we heard a long series of which means the coyote was chasing one of them and murdering one of them. Oh god. We heard it happen. Or like Why did they just fly away? I don't know. They're fucking honking and squonking. Honkin They're too busy. Maybe the coyote was like hiding. I don't know. We literally just heard it and it was cool to hear. Like we literally heard the coyote like get closer and closer and closer. And Have like you just use the again? It, it the could be, I, It could be because I'm skittish. But one time when I was uh, I was I was cutting down a tree with one of my friends, and then some other friends came by on their dirt bikes mm-hmm. to just enjoy some of the barbecue we were roasting with the tree we just cut. Yep. And uh, it was at my family's house, which is pretty in the woods, like mm-hmm. pretty fun. I, I grew up with hearing coyotes hunting and shit like that, so it's pretty woodsy. You see turkeys just in your front yard. And uh, we heard coyotes, like a pack of them, mm-hmm. close. Yep. And we had raw meat at the time. Yeah. I remember, I think my friend joked and said, oh, they probably just smell the meat, whatever. We're cooking it anyways. So we just started cooking it. And it was, we kept hearing them. Was it night? Yeah. Yeah. So, and we're so, it's, it's so deep of woods. There's no light from the house really reaching us. Oh. So it's just like, <laughs> we're in a field, like really the backyard. Yeah. With the, a, a nice bonfire. How far are you? Like, how many feet from the house are you? Uh, like football field or? I don't know. No, not a football field. I'm far enough where if I had to run to it, yeah. it's probably going to take me a full sprint, 10, 15 seconds. Yikes. So I'm, <laughs> it's I'm out pretty, there. I'm pretty good distance. Yeah. And, you know, another good point. I've never done this. I never did this growing up. Growing up, I never hung out in my backyard at night because my backyard is huge and it's creepy because of shit like this. So <laughs> huge and it's creepy. <laughs> so it's it's so we have a bonfire. It's my friend and I and my two other friends. Yeah, and they have their uh, their uh, they're not dirt bikes. They're uh, dual sport bikes. But sure, they basically look like tall dirt yeah. bikes, and they're posted up, and we're all sitting down, and we keep hearing them. We keep hearing them, and then they just go silent. So. They go silent for a while. So we just go, oh, maybe they just, they don't like the noise we're making because we're laughing and playing music and whatever. Yeah. All of a sudden I turn to get up to get something and I can see in the distance the houses, the house has like indoor lights on and like yeah. like the porch light is on. Yeah, yeah. It's not bright enough to reach us, but like the house is illuminated. Yeah. And I see just the silhouette Ugh. of a coyote just running right Ugh. behind us. Just... <laughs> In between you and the house? Yes. Oh, fuck off. So it was like circling <laughs> us. And I just went, uh, yo, guys, that was definitely Coyote. And they went quiet and they said, yeah, so I guess we wrap it up now, right? Like, yeah, let's, yeah. let's wrap it up. So uh, while my friend and I were wrapping up the fire, getting all the cooking stuff, my two friends got on their bikes and just went, yeah, make loud noises, make them run away. Yeah, just, just, that was fine. But I remember the second I saw that, there was like a primal reaction where I kind of fight or flight, <laughs> like kind of like that. I, I immediately just went, well, my, I have my knife. All right, cool. I can't see shit. Cause, it, cause you, and you know, this could just been camping when the yeah. fire is lit. You can't see anything in the darkness. Oh yeah. Nothing. Cause you're like blinded by the brightness. Exactly. Of the so even when your back turned, you can't see enough because the lights almost not sharp enough. Yeah. So you just, it's, you basically have a, a candle behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, Cool. There's monsters in the darkness, and I can't see them. <laughs> so, but I remember the the immediate 
I had like almost a cold chill of just, I got to kill something. Just, <laughs> we got to kill something now. Just this, this weird instinct to just say something's here and it wants me mm-hmm. and I need to kill it. So it doesn't want me anymore. <laughs> Yeah, it's either me or it. Yes. Have you ever had that feeling? Uh, or experience? Kind of. I had a very similar coyote experience, actually. Really? Yeah. Same property. Maybe the same trip um, <laughs> up to upstate New York. They had the um, the camper parked. like They had a big clearing that they had like cleared themselves and like chopped down trees and whatever. It was pretty sizable, like 100 foot, I would say, radius. Um, and pretty much in the center was a big fire pit. And so we were having like a bonfire, but it it like dwindled at that point. So it was just embers. And then we had like just a pop-up tent. um, Like that's, it's one of the ones that's just the top of the tent. And then just four poles sticking out underneath that. We had one of those Costco plastic, like picnic tables, whatever. And then like at the edge of the clearing was uh, the camper. And it was like, it was well past dark. Parents had gone to bed. And on this trip, it was parents and me and my friend. So the parents had gone to bed. We were outside just hanging out on that picnic table and we were like just playing cards and whatever. And we heard a coyote and it was like pretty close. Was like, it, did it call? I think so. It was it, calling. Uh, it did like a, a woo thing. Yeah. Call. yeah. yeah. Um, and it was like not far into the woods, kind of near the direction it's of the loud. camper. Yeah, it's lo- that, exactly. It's it was just, loud. That's really loud. Yeah, exactly. And then we we're like, oh, shit. And we like kind of started to pack up our stuff. Like maybe we should like go in now. Like it's not too late. We wanted to stay up louder, but that's fucking creepy. So fuck that noise. Um, and then we heard it again. But it was like it was it was closer to the camper. And <laughs> then <laughs> we heard it. It was like a quieter call that it did, but it was 100% in between us and the camper. Like, it's 50 feet that way. <laughs> like, it's right there. And we couldn't see it because we just had like a, a camp light uh, like right. tied to the top of the tent thing. And we heard it. And then we just heard like the, the camper door open and just pots and pans started banging. And his mom goes, hey, boys, why don't you come in now? Because <laughs> she heard it. In between, uh, like, yeah. the two of us. So, like, I definitely thought it was between us and the camper, but maybe, I was like, maybe it's just so loud that it's beyond the camper, but it sounds like. But she came in, and she's like, no, now it's coming from, like, yeah. your guys' direction. Yeah. So yeah. it was 100% there. How old are you? Uh, Like, 16. Oh, shit, that's N- scary. Yeah. Were you freaked out? Like, old enough to know that I could die now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, like, just, uh, we didn't shut off the light. We took the light quickly grabbed the food we had like cookies and just like held them and part of me just wanted to leave them there and be like fuck it take the cookies uh and just like ran in and of course i was like eyes as wide open as they would go and just just hunched down right But, but like how dangerous are coyotes like would they kill a 16 year old uh probably not yeah um well it depends if you're by yourself with this pack of them yeah if you look juicy enough and they're desperate enough i'm sure they would but they usually attack small animals yeah they usually attack rabbits they usually attack like uh little deer yeah they usually don't go too big yeah but they're not like wolves where wolves exactly are they would be more than happy to kill you yeah um oh my god yeah no wolves are terrifying uh coyotes not so much but coyotes will definitely they're more curious. They will definitely mm-hmm. poke to see what's going on. Yeah. It, like in my case, for example, I had raw meat right. that I was cooking. So, so they were smelling. <laughs> they were smelling like 
pork ribs. So they were smelling just they couldn't they couldn't resist it. Exactly. Regardless of the sound. Until the yeah. until the dual sports got turned on and then they were like, What the fuck is that? Ah, evil pig. <laughs> yeah. And then they started doing circles around the bonfire. Yeah. So that was Oh, the on the bikes? Yeah. Yeah. And that was just yeah, no, they're gone. They're, yeah. If anything hangs around, like I don't want to be here with you guys doing this. This is annoying. So uh they were gone. I'm but, a human and I know what that noise is. Yeah. Um <laughs> But no, if you are just by yourself or quiet, like you, you're ah, 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 like just doing cards in the middle of the night, they were hungry enough. If they didn't know your size. Like we had a bunch of snacks out. We had beef jerky and Slim Jims and cookies. That's probably what they smelled. Yeah. Because to be honest, that's that's probably more because you make too much noise to really be probably something they want to go up to. Yeah. Unless they didn't know your size. But if yeah. you had food, they definitely are going for the food. Exactly. And like we were being quiet because we were 50 feet away from parents sleeping in the camper. Yeah. And they were probably like, all right, we're going to bed. Shut up. Like, don't scream and laugh. Yeah. And then they go, oh, there's two squishy looking things that aren't making much noise, but we smell something nice from that area with them. And Maybe it's them. <laughs> exactly. You don't know. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Do you know who Steven Ranella is? No. Steven Ranella is the host of, um, uh, what is it? Meat Eater? Mm-hmm. It's a hunting show, if you couldn't tell. Uh, it's uh, It's... He's like a hardcore, I forget the term. There's a term used for these people, mm-hmm. but they, uh, they're they a sustenance hunter. Okay. Or uh, something along, I forget the term. It's something yeah. along those terms, but they literally will only eat what they get. Okay. So they don't do anything else. They don't go to food stores and buy. Oh. Yeah. So they just, I killed an elk. I live on that elk. Yeah. So if I don't get an elk, I'm not eating. Yeah. So they, Got it. they are hardcore. So he raised his family that way. So... I follow him on Instagram. He has some, his kids are like six years old. Yeah. And they already know how to catch foxes with traps. They're already <laughs> shooting rifles and bows and arrows. They're getting, they're doing target practice and they're like focusing on fawns and stuff like that. It's, it's intense. But I remember a story he had. I think it was with him and somebody, when two other guys or it was his friend with two other guys. But long story short, they went on a elk hunt. I mm-hmm. believe it was an elk hunt. And it was somewhere, I believe, in Alaska. Or it was northern Canada, and they got a kill, and they didn't realize that there was a a pack of wolves hunting that same elk when they oh. killed it. So they killed it, and then they be like, they were like, okay, time to quarter it up. Yeah. And then they, I remember he said in the story, he froze because he said, I, I you, there's a moment in nature where you can tell something's staring at you. Oh. And I looked up and I looked around, and there was this one wolf, just. In the distance, but one yeah. wolf just staring at him, like <laughs> eye to eye. And he said, I never got so ch- freaked out until that, and I froze. And it, I, I know, I, I already know, we all know because we're all hunters, wolves are not alone. Right. So Ever. that's the alpha. Yeah. So the alpha's looking at me. So where the fuck is the pack? And then the alpha did a call, and then he started hearing roll calls around him. And that's when he said, Holy shit we're surrounded either they want us or they want the elk but regardless we just killed the thing in their territory Mm -hmm. so and i remember him saying he didn't have bullets for his gun he didn't have a gun yeah i think maybe he only had a few bullets in his gun for his gun but they all are bow hunters so they all have bows so they fucking straight up avengers back to back in a circle in the middle around this elk back to back and they all draw their bows and they all get ready because all of a sudden they keep roll calling as they keep getting closer and they start moving in and the alpha is not moving and the alpha is just sitting there and he was saying i never knew how smart they were until i realized they were calling attack plans 
Jesus Christ. And they would start in a circle. One would come in like fast and stop. And then one would go faster and stop even further. And they were almost like checking the perimeter of our range. And he was like, I was never more freaked out about how smart wolves were until this happened. And then he looked back and the alpha was gone. And I didn't know where the alpha went. And all he had was just different wolves around them. And I think he's, uh, I think it wasn't the alpha that appeared or maybe it was another one that appeared. But long story short, they killed two wolves. Jeez. They had to kill two wolves because they came into attack. Yeah. Like, Full on like Red Dead Redemption to like, <laughs> they're coming at Slow you. Slow motion. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just they're coming at you. And he said, once they killed the second one, they all backed off and they did a roll call again. And then you could clearly two people didn't roll call, two wolves didn't roll call. Yeah. So they backed up further. And then he said, we didn't know what to do at that point because if they attacked again, I only had like three bullets left. We had maybe four arrows among us. Like we didn't have enough. So we had knives, but you don't want a knife fight against a wolf because <laughs> the wolf's face is kind of a giant knife. Face and hands are yeah. made of knives. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of just, you're at a disadvantage here. Yeah. And he was saying just, if we go down to wolves, this is insane that this is how it's going to go down. But I think they uh, they backed off and they realized they were going to lose numbers. Yeah. And they were just like, all right, you get this kill. And he Yikes. was just like, we... I feel like the smarter it. thing to do would be like Avengers back to back and then move away from the kill. <laughs> True. That, that If they wanted the kill, that's a good Yikes. point. It's a good point. But that's... Creepy. Like sustenance hunters, it's basically like me. I eat or the wolf eats. Yeah, that's and it, that's just a creepy fucking. Like we deal that's with like super. We're creepy. talking about coyotes, the size of like big cats. Yeah, like exactly. Little dogs, but wolves, wolves are <laughs> giant dogs. They're huge. They're yeah. bigger than dogs. Yeah, exactly. They're, well, they can be bigger than dogs. They're huge, They're like Saint Bernards, but look like huskies. Yeah, <laughs> it's terrifying. Just that's Anyways, crazy. How was camping? It was great. <laughs> It was super posh camping. We were on a cabin. Um, it was a pretty small cabin. The whole cabin was probably about the size of the room we're in. How big would you say this is? Like square footage? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, what's that wall? Like t- uh, 15 feet by 20 feet, I would say, is the whole thing that and we're this in. this fit four people? Uh, five. Five. So it was two rooms. You walk in and you're in bedroom number one. And then there's a door for bedroom number two. And bedroom number two was smaller. So it was like the last third of the room that had a queen bed in it. And it was like squishy, like surrounded by plastic mattress type of thing. Like camp mattress. It was a pad, not a mattress. Uh, And then outside were two uh, twin bed. um, uh, What's it called? Bunk beds. Bunk beds. Thank you. Um, so we all slept in the bunk beds except one, the, uh, the biggest of the group, Steve, who's yeah. six foot four, I think. Got the queen. Got the queen. And he slept diagonally. <laughs> um, but that was great. Wait, um, you, you didn't set up your hammock? I did. I didn't sleep in the hammock. I set up the hammock, sat in it once and said, who wants my hammock? I hate this. <laughs> Why? Because it is so thin. Like. That's what you want. You want no, breathability. No, no, not like material thin, like narrow. Like oh well, well wait you were you were sitting in a banana style yeah I was got to go Brazilian style I don't think it was wide enough to sit Brazilian style it was like wide enough to fit my body <laughs> and if I rocked to one side I would be on the ground it was it was crazy got to get a double yeah exactly that I realized that's what my parents have it's the same company but my parents is a double yeah which fits one person perfectly <laughs> I slept in a double as a bed for three 2012 to 
Yeah, three to four years. Yeah. Four years. Did you like it? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it the most in the summer. Yeah. Because it's so breathable, because it's like parachute you material. Get air from the bottom. Oh, it's. Yeah. Because in a bed, you're just, oh, it's so hot. But yeah. in a hammock, it's just, Surrounded I would get cold. Blanket. I would get cool. Yeah. Because even if it was super hot, eventually the enough air would be circulating, especially if you had a fan on. Yeah. That I would start to get cold and I'd be like, I need a blanket. So yeah. I would be weirdly half covered, half yeah, exactly. wrapped <laughs> in a blanket. So, yeah. so posh camping, you guys had twin um, beds. We're you also like your hammock. right on the pond. So like uh, mosquitoes. Huh? <laughs> it wasn't that bad because it was joking. early. Right. Um, but like if you had stood on the porch of the cabin and like you would have to jump, like you could easily jump and land in the pond. That's how close we were. to. Was the it pond. a clean pond or did it smell? Uh, it didn't smell, but it was dirty. There were like lots of dead leaves on the bottom and stuff like that. Mm. It was a catfish pond, serotonin catfish everywhere. And it was like on the edge of the woods. Did you guys so, go fishing? Uh, we went fishing the whole time. You did? Um, yeah. Uh, Dragon. You worked with Dragon, right? Yeah. Uh, he caught 23 fish over the weekend. Did you guys keep them? Uh, no. It was catch and release. He couldn't eat them, couldn't keep them. Um, and they were super small because I think they fill the pond every year with uh, fish. Um, so, like, the biggest one he caught was, like, maybe a foot. Um, but were you guys fly fishing or just like, casting? Just casting. Okay. Like, we... <laughs> There was sometimes we're like, this is like cheating. We would literally take like crackers. We took a Pringle, crushed it up in our hands, sprinkled it in the thing. Catfish would be going crazy for it. And you just drop the line into that water. And 30 <laughs> seconds later, you'd pick it back up and there's a fish on it. Um, but it was fun. Nice. That was fun. There was a, a little campfire uh, area thing. Um, all the wood they gave us was wet because it rained. I think, yeah, it rained the day before we got there and the day before we left and we were there for four days. So the day before we got there, we assume is when they put all the wood out. Um, and it all got Oh, wait, so out. you guys didn't, you guys don't cut your own wood? No, like you did a posh, posh camping session. Did you have caviar as well? Uh, yes. Bottle service? We did. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, it was good. We made all of our own food. The food, the menu was so good this year. Night one, enormous pot of chili. There were like three pounds of beef in the chili. It was enormous. Tell me more about this chili. Uh, it was just, it was a chili mix. So it wasn't like all these cool custom ingredients. It was a packet of chili powder, um, chili flavoring, oh, um, okay. and then a packet of cayenne powder. That was a little, a little spicy. Yeah. Um, little uh, three pounds of beef, some tomato paste, some kidney beans, and a diced onion. It was no peppers. So good. No peppers. None of us like peppers. No so. tomato sauce. T- uh, tomato paste. I, I think well, it was paste, tomato pa- sauce. I don't know. Paste is like from the tube. It's really, t- it's really tinny tasting. No, it it must have been sauce then. Okay. It was a little can. It looked like um like super thick ketchup okay um it was great so chili good oh also on that night um we had a little like camp burner stove uh and tom who's like the master camper like a propane of all this, burner you it mean? was propane yeah okay. little propane cans um he brought a a a topper to go on that that was a camp oven so it's basically this fold up like tin box with like valves so you can like control the temperature that was in there and the little door and one little tiny rack that was like a foot by a foot. Uh, and we put aluminum foil on that and made uh, Pillsbury biscuits. It was so good. 
So biscuits and chili, night one. What'd you have to drink? Uh, I think like water, Ar- seltzer, Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. Okay, yeah, what, we what just was... brought a couple jugs of Arnold Palmer and had water for the rest of it. What was dessert? Dessert. No dessert. That P- night. Pretty full. I, it was Entenmann's something like Ho-Ho's or something like that. Um, <laughs> classy. Classy. Pretty okay. good. Um, morning number one was uh, Tom, Master Camper, made breakfast bake, which was... He took, you know, like the Florida natural orange juice, like the big plastic yes. jug with yes. like the, the green wide g- hand. The green top. Yeah, the green top, the wide screw top. Yeah. He had that filled with, with eggs. scrambled eggs, cheese, uh, sausage bits, bacon bits, uh, and a couple other things. I think peppers, peppers and onions. onions. Maybe a little garlic. Yeah, and he took just one of those uh, disposable trays. Aluminum trays. Yeah, aluminum like lasagna tray, basically. Put it on the fire, on a grate on the fire, and just blah, 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 just poured it in, cooked it, like put it like uh, some foil over it to make it like kind so of almost ventilated. Like a, maybe like an egg casserole almost. Pretty much. It was fucking bomb. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. It was, it was slop. Like we were talking about you had oh, slop the other slop. It was breakfast slop. Ooh, did you have bagels uh, or some kind of toast with it? No. No carbs? Oh, we had uh, hash browns. Like just store brought frozen hash browns, oh, okay. like the little patties. Okay. Um, pretty good. Uh, and we also didn't have any lunches because we knew our breakfasts and dinners were going to be so huge. Big. All right, so what'd you guys do throughout <clears throat> the day then? Fish, sat around the fire, hung out, shot the shit. No hiking, my, no I, climbing, no. No, there okay. wasn't really. It was just, it was. So I haven't liked really the campsites that we've been to so far because they're like campsite campsites. Where you rent a lot and it's $60 a night or whatever, and right next to you is another lot. Like there's a thin little tree line, and we could clearly oh, see, see the, the other, cabin that was you, next to us. You don't want that. You want like nature, nature. I want to be out. Yeah. Or I want a cabin that's like no, we, we have an acre or whatever. Like that's you need what to I go, want. You guys need to go to Vermont. Uh, that's get, what I was saying. But continue. Yeah. Um, dinner two? number two was uh, two pound uh, New York strip steaks. How about the cook? Cooked on the grill. Um, over the fire? Uh, over the fire. <sighs> Open fire on a grill. <laughs> um, he just seasoned them. Salt and pepper? Salt and pepper. And like just, I think, steak seasoning. Um, Montreal? Probably. And just let him sit there for like half an hour. Just just sitting in the seasoning on the table. Uh, and then I have a time-lapse video i can show you just slapped him on the grill he's so good at like cooking and grilling that he's like flipping them at the right times moving them to like the hot spots on the fire and the like the cool cooler spots and stuff like that that was delicious we also had um steve sullivan's baked potatoes where he takes a potato and you know like the corn holders when you have corn on the cob and they have the two little pokers two prongs yeah yeah he my job was the potato poker poke as many holes as possible into the side of this potato and he brought a can of bacon grease that he's been saving up for like a month and you just kind of take a scoop of bacon grease wrap it on the slap it on the side of the potato put it in a plastic bag like a ziploc bag and just massage the bacon grease into all those holes i made and then salt and pepper it wrap it in aluminum foil and we just dropped them in the coals for like an hour uh, and they came out and the skin was like crust, like it was hard. We had to like crack through it, but in the inside it was bacon flavored mashed potatoes and it was so fucking good. <laughs> like literally without any work needed to be done. They were just greasy, soft, like 
mashed fluffy potatoes. mashed potatoes. They were not mashed, but they were mashed potatoes. <laughs> Nobody did any mashing. Oh man, God, that was so good. And that along with Steak. huge steaks that were perfectly seasoned and cooked. I love steak. Steak night is always the best night. Uh, breakfast number two. I forget what we did. Breakfast number two. I think it was just like eggs and bacon cooked the normal way on like the camp stove. Uh, dinner number three was a enormous calzone that uh, Zach made. Um, that was really good. Like one calzone. You, that was, one calzone that, that was split, split between four everybody. And we all of us almost couldn't finish. Oh my God. What was, was in the calzone? Just um, it was cheese, uh, mozzarella, ricotta, uh, pepperoni and sausage wrapped in a obviously it was calzone wrapped in a homemade dough that he made there like he brought dough ingredients whipped it up himself let it uh, oh shit he did that all on site yeah on the little on the little costco plastic camping table and he brought a bowl and he brought the ingredients it was was pretty good holy shit uh and then uh he also brought some just cheap marinara sauce so he could dip it okay it's good okay we we ate good Okay. Uh, and then breakfast number three or whatever we're on, we ended up not doing because two people bailed on the calzone day because that was the day it was raining uh, and we were close. Sarah so was like, all right, this isn't funny anymore. Bye. But we were like, no, we're camping. This is camping. We just sat around the fire, like pretty much in the rain <laughs> with like stuff above our heads, <laughs> just trying to not get soaked. Uh, and then bre- that breakfast didn't happen because we just we got up so early that and we cleaned up so much the night before because we knew there were going to be less of us cleaning up now. Right. We cleaned up as much as we could. We woke up the next morning, cleaned up, put everything in the car and we we're like, you just want to go now? <laughs> like we're done. Right. But my, that was my breakfast. And my breakfast is a tradition. Uh, there's this company called Mountain House that makes these freeze dried packets of food that all you need to do is add like, boiling water. Like and MRE. Like, basically mre but really good okay like i bought them as like i don't want to eat mres on our hiking trip so i'm gonna buy these that apparently have better reviews and we got them we're like this is good food what what were the flavors of the packets uh biscuits and gravy is the only one we buy anymore because it's so good okay um but there's like a breakfast scramble that has like basically it was the breakfast bake that tom made that first morning Right. And then there's like a, a Mexican breakfast skillet that has like hash browns and oh, cool. some peppers and onions and spices and stuff like that. Okay. But uh, it was just so good the first time they ha- we've had them that I've brought them every other time. And that's been one of our breakfasts. But we just didn't do that. We went home and I uh, had breakfast with my parents because we had to drive through the town my parents live in. What would you rate your trip on a scale of one out of ten? This one was an eight. Okay. Which I think was the highest I would rate any of them. The It loses a point for the rain and the wet right. wood. Mostly the wet wood because it created so much smoke. Yeah. And because we were on the pond, it was just blowing the air everywhere. It, the smoke was never going up. It was always in at least one of our faces. Yeah. Uh, and the, the campsite. It loses a point for the campsite. I want to be like out there. So if you were out there in the wilderness, if you were out in the wild, yeah, the wilderness, and, just and you had dry wood it would be a 10 out of 10 yeah it was it was close we were getting there i like how the rain isn't a factor not the rain the wet wood wet wood yeah 
what the rain caused. And the, our site, since we were so close to the pond, the ground was all waterlogged. So it rained, and then it was just mud. So we were walking around, and every step was like... Like you had to get your foot out of like a little suction of mud. Well, did you have good hiking boots on? Yeah. Yeah, so it's all right. Yeah, it was all right. It's all right. Unpleasant, but Unpleasant. fine. Yeah. We also, we went into the woods, grabbed huge hand... Like this pretty nice manicured little spot of land that has now turned into nasty mud we just grabbed a shit ton of leaves and just laid it all down to make basically a carpet of leaves and we're like sorry we know you probably spent a long time raking but we just kind of matted down the the mud yeah okay it was great love camping you got to do it and some of my clothes still smell like smoke a little bit even though i've washed them i i don't I don't want to camp. That's fine. You don't have to, but you should. I, but why? Because it's so relaxing. I, I you know also, what's relaxing? A deep tissue massage. Yeah, That's sure. Relaxing. But I also didn't have service for four days. Oh, so good. How good did that feel? So good. I realized I didn't have service. Uh, Steve had a different cell carrier than I did. So I'm like, hey, can I just borrow your phone to text my girlfriend? Text my girlfriend. Hey, I don't have service. I'll see you in four days. That was it. And she responded, okay. And then a heart emoji. Um, and the, I didn't talk to anybody for four days. I literally just left my phone in the car. So I get antsy mm-hmm. in those situations. Like being away from... No, just... just Well, yeah, like camping. Mm-hmm. After... If I'm not like moving or if I'm not like splitting wood or I mean, we did, we did a lot of around, that. Yeah. I get like real... I gotta do something. Jittery, yeah. Like I love... Like when you like my birthday's on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool! Happy birthday! Oh, thank you. So everybody keeps saying, "Oh, but what do you want to do for your birthday? What do you want to do?" For your just, uh, let me get through the work week first. Like work is fucking nuts. Let me get through work and then I can think about my weekend. Yeah. But like all I want to do is just shit that I already do. Like if somebody said, "Well, what do, what what do you want to do for a day that you could just do for yourself?" Yeah. It would just be the stuff I like to do. Exactly. Just don't interrupt the stuff I like to do. Yeah. Just let me. <laughs> Go to hot yoga. Let me lift yeah. some weights or get on the ice and shoot some pucks. Let me eat a steak. Just that that's all I need. I don't I don't like I so last year I went through a phase of I'm gonna get a massage every month mm-hmm. because I beat the fuck out of my body. Mm-hmm. Didn't maintain that because it's expensive and I just ran out of time and it's hard to schedule. Mm-hmm. Um surprisingly, you would think that's really not that much. Twelve massages a year doesn't seem too crazy. Yeah. But it is. Like price-wise? Uh, 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 price-wise, it wasn't the craziest. It's just like the time. I get 90-minute yeah. massages. Yeah. So just to schedule that time in when I have shit to do, yep. it's, it's, it's hard. Because it's not like they're open at eight, 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's, you have to go like in the morning or you the afternoon. You have to cancel something to go. Have you ever had a massage? Like uh, a full-body massage at a professional place? No. Okay, well, I should. when you do it, you get naked, you lay down on a table, and they nice. take oils and rub it in all over your body. Yeah. So when they're done, not only are you relaxed, you feel lubricated. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. <laughs> lubricated for the rest of your day. Just, 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 literally, your skin feels lubricated because it just You're just a oil slippery boy. And lotions. So you just feel, I don't know how often you exfoliate <laughs> and moisturize. You feel so juicy with moisture with, with moisture you feel moist sold i'm going you feel so moist from it that it's uh it, it's 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 quite incredible so i actually always sh- it's always nice to do this but shower before you go yeah um and then when i'm done it's like cool i showered so i was clean and now i'm lotioned up and i'm uh 
moisturized for the rest of my day, I'm good. And I'll go about my day and I just feel heavenly and I smell great and mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, so that's also a process because mm-hmm. then it's just, well, if I'm going to shower, I need to get my physical activity done before then. Right. So that means I need to do my gym or my yoga or whatever the fuck I'm doing beforehand. So now I'm just rushing against the clock to get it. Just anyways, I didn't do it. I didn't do a massage a month for a year and I forgot about it because mm-hmm. life takes over and just fucking do shit. And now I was just thinking, man, my back's bothering me. And I just like light bulb. You haven't had a massage in six months. Ooh, you should probably get a massage. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about doing it again for your birthday. <laughs> I actually didn't think about it for my birthday, but yeah, uh, there you go. Next week. I don't know. Maybe do it. Maybe I just feel like, why not? You should do one. Sure. You got to get a deep tissue. Do you know sure. the difference between deep tissue and Swedish? Uh, no. Stop looking your lips at me. <laughs> deep tissue? Do they put stuff in your butt? <laughs> I mean, it's deep. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Um. So I don't like Swedish massages. Okay. Swedish massages are the equivalent of like having a glass of wine and getting high. Okay. It's just not what. And I'm then looking. what's a deep tissue? A deep tissue is like. Uh, Jiu-jitsu. Can you just explain to me what the actual differences are between the massages? Because I don't know what to do with those two analogies. I don't know how they relate to each other. Swedish massage is designed to relax you. Sure, yeah. Mm. You need to release your tension. You need to. Mm. Mm-hmm. You need to let go of the stress of your day and the anxiety. And like, how do they do that? Is it like a instead of like kneading out the stuff is more of just need, rubbing but it's, it's usually it, no it's 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 kneading it's just it's like it's kneading with circular motions it's mm-hmm. nice and slow it's not really it's not uh, lack of a better term it's not deep yeah a deep tissue massage yes. is the is like when they take their elbow oh and they put it they find the knot and then it's just time to dig yeah and just my elbows on your back but i'm massaging your nipple somehow i'm pressing so hard it's just yeah it's i remember the first time i had my your glute is your ass i had my glute worked on (laughs) and i remember she she she, uh so she works she gets down to the glute because i told her like my legs and my back are ripped up from just everything i do and she was going oh yeah why what do you do again and i was like i play hockey and i do martial arts she goes okay that explains she goes your glue is so tight i can't do anything and i went oh wow okay she was like okay i need i need you to work with me and it's not like soothing music quiet just can't no she was like all right i need you to do this when i do this breathe like this when i do this wow (laughs) yeah so she goes i need you to exhale for five seconds when i say so i was like okay and i this is the first time i had it she takes put her, her elbow in your asshole, right, right <laughs> on my cheek, and she proceeded to put. She was like, she definitely weighed more than me. She put so much weight into it, my body was moving up the table, and I had to like grip the table and push myself back against her because she was pushing so hard, and like my leg was going like numb. Did it hurt? Well, I mean, what's hurt? What's pain? Just answer the question. <laughs> It's a serious question. Like, what's what's pain? Like, what does hurt mean to you? It's when your body sends the signals to your brain of like, it would be more comfortable if this stopped. Then no, it didn't really hurt. It was uncomfortable. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was uncomfortable for me. So that's an elbow inside my ass cheek. And when she let go, it was just, just the relief ripped the biggest fart. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a, that's a nice etiquette tip. Definitely don't go in bloated after eating pizza. Because they will massage the gas out of you, right? (laughs) Yeah. 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 So no, don't do that. Same thing with yoga. Like always, I always say, I always vote go to yoga while you're fasting or while you're on an empty stomach. It's way better. But, mm-hmm. um, that was a brutal, and that's when I fell in love with deep tissue. Yeah. Was that just was the ass moment that, and then I went to another place where they did cupping and they like, like take stones and they pull your back with the stones uh, and stuff like that. Oh, it's so good. God. It's so good. <laughs> I think like, I would like, like the Swedish one. <laughs> you know, the roller you use, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the dragon teeth one, uh, the, the one that I was like, I feel nice now, but that was a horrible experience. That's deep tissue massage. Yeah. That's a wheel of teeth <laughs> rubbing on your back. <laughs> that's designed to stimulate, to simulate what a deep tissue massage is. Okay. But it's not as, it, it doesn't have the finesse or the strength. Yeah, exactly. It just is a, is a stand, it's not targeted. It's a standard attack compared to <laughs> deep tissue where they can really just say, oh, I'm going to work on your right shoulder. Let's get it. I got the you. You've used two words so far that I could apply to each different type of massage that can perfectly, I think, sum up the difference between Swedish relax, deep tissue attack. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Attack the knots away. You should attack we, your body until we should it's do better. a deep tissue. We should do a couples massage. God, and do a deep tissue together. We should bring the recording equipment. <laughs> So I could be face down with my face in the donut we'll on the have table these. and just have the microphones right below. So it'll just be an hour of, oh, fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm actually pretty quiet now in deep tissues. I know to just breathe. So here's another thing, and this is from yoga. Do you, like, originally, were you like, <laughs> Yeah, and then I got yelled at. The therapist would yell at you. And, Jeez. And they would say, you need to stop holding your breath because you tense yeah and the point of this is to break the tension yeah so you're literally making my job harder yeah stop holding your breath exhale fun so so that's it would be like i'm gonna do the sides of your spine which feels great when they hit it and they go exhale now and they make me they made me go (sighs) while they're like and i'm just like like while they were doing it Jeez, if you were like that, I would I would just cry. No, no, no. But like, it, it feels good. It feels really, really. I'm good. sure it feels amazing after. Even during, you you learn to love this the 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 ache throughout. <laughs> it's like it's like the roller. Like the roller feels yeah. great. Yeah, I was giggling using the roller. I was like, ow. <laughs> But it feels good, right? But I, I feel like I would like it. But did that dig enough? Did that dig in enough for you, or no? What the my roller? It did the job for what I needed that night. I'm like, oh, my back is kind of tight, it's sore, and then I rolled on that. It was like, not anymore, bitch. <laughs> and it was also like, crack, 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 <laughs> like every vertebrae. Did you sit on it yet? What? On my butt? Yeah. No. I'm not, I don't need to. I don't think. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> you know, the glute is the largest muscle in the body. All right, let's go do it. Okay. Okay. All right. It's time to massage our glutes. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, uh. <clears throat> 
Okay, soundtrack. <clears throat> soundtrack? Oh, this is soundtrack still? Yeah, this is... Oh, no, now it's soundtrack. Now it's soundtrack. Now it's soundtrack. The last soundtrack we deleted. Yes. For what reason? I don't know. <laughs> you just had an urge to... Nope, that was bad. Restart. I just... Don't you ever want to sometimes just destroy something just for the sake of destroying it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's We why. destroyed that soundtrack. Yeah. Exactly. And now you get this one. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> exactly. Okay, here we go.